one day, someone like me is gonna kill you and your whole fucking race. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week, Brooke, what are we doing? We're watching Starship Troopers from uh, 1997. Yeah. What a yeah. movie it is. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when this movie first came out. Yeah. I would have been eight. And yeah. I, I very highly doubt I watched it like right whenever it came out because like there is quite a bit of nudity and like yeah, me some, too. some gore. But I do remember watching it young. Yeah, me too. And I fucking loved it. <laughs> me too. Like I remember like renting it at the the movie store down from my house in Prescott. Yeah. And I was just like amazed that my mom let me watch this because I just remember it being so gory and like so many people just getting <laughs> killed by these bugs. <laughs> and it's just like so ridiculous. But uh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh what have you been up to? Hasn't um, been too long, but yeah, it's been too long. I've been uh, really into the show Zero Zero Zero. Yeah, I saw you posted that. What what's it's that uh, it's on Amazon Prime, and it's it's basically there's like these two cartels, and there's these Americans that are like kind of like the in betweener, and they like they ship the drugs on these giant ships from cartel to cartel. Okay, and uh, it's kind of like kind of like narcos a bit like there's like the mexican um dea like in it as well okay and uh it's it's fucking great it's only eight episodes long it has uh fuck what's the name the guy from uh, hereditary the dad from hereditary oh, he's in yeah, it yeah. it has uh dane DeHaan in it nice. um those are pretty much the only like known people but it's a fucking great show i'm loving it hmm. um yeah, I watched. Uh, well, I won't say too much about it because I'm waiting for a certain someone to watch the rest of it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I watched The Invisible Man. Um, yeah. I'll save my thoughts on it for our Instagram post. I will will be putting up eventually on it. Okay, but cool. uh, I highly highly recommend watching it. It's definitely yeah. uh, definitely worth your time. I'm about halfway through it, but I I kept having to pause it because we were talking to people on Instagram and shit. And it just ended up, it was like midnight and I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to finish this movie tonight. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I highly recommend that movie. Uh, Saturday I watched, excuse me, Satanic Panic on Shudder with uh, my girlfriend. And this movie was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend it as well. It's kind of like a satirical movie kind of. Okay. Like it's these like kind of rich white neighborhood who are like these Satanists and just it's so it's fucking funny. And like some shit that happens in it is just like, oh my god. And like yeah. Bettina was like laughing so hard and like just grossed out at some of the shit. And there's uh there's a cameo in it as well at the beginning who I haven't seen in ages and I was okay. like, wow. <laughs> so uh yeah, it's definitely worth checking out for sure. It's been on my list, but I just have never gotten around I, to yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen people post about it on Instagram and stuff, so uh thought I'd check it out. And then we watched she's getting she uh sorry, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh nice. Tina's never watched it before, so we we watched uh, that. Yeah. And the movie's just fucking classic. Such a great movie. It is. 
But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been watching these past like three days. All right, cool. What about you? Uh, we watched Ant Man the other day because that was the next one on our Marvel Universe list. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad one, really. No, it's kind of uh, like a middle of the pack. Yeah. I. Th- what was the one that we watched? Oh, we watched Age of Ultron before that one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know which one I like better. Yeah. Like it's it's a toss up, but. Yeah, I think I, th- I think I watched it in uh, the theaters. I think I watched yeah. it in like the moving seats one in Ottawa. Oh, shit. Okay. And so I think that made like the experience more better, especially Definitely. like the part where it's like goes down the drain and shit. And it's like, yeah. But yeah, uh, be yeah. Nuts. it was a fun movie. <laughs> Uh, and then I watched uh, Bloodshot, the one with Vin Diesel. Yeah, you were telling me about and, that. Yeah, it, it wasn't terrible, but it was like super confusing. Oh, okay. It's like, okay, like what's happening for real and what's happening like in yeah. the simulation kind of thing. But How was Vin in it? Uh, he was Vin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he plays <laughs> the same enough. character in every fucking movie. Yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> he was basically Dominic Toretto with a fucking light in his chest. <laughs> Uh, and like you said, I watched uh, the first half of The Invisible Man. I need to get get finishing that though for sure. Yeah. Um, we started Queen of the South, that TV show on Netflix. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of funny that you're watching a cartel show, and so are we. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, it's it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. We're only three episodes in now, I think, but it's pretty good. Nice. And then uh, tonight. Neither one of us wanted to watch anything like super serious, like while we were eating supper and stuff. So yeah, we uh, we put on that upload show that's on Prime. Oh yeah, how was that? It we only watched the first episode, but it was pretty awesome. I think we're yeah. Really my boss enjoy at it. work, he said he watched like the first three or four episodes, and he says it's like it's all right. It takes a bit to get into it, but it's like kind of one of those shows. It seems they just like throw on before bed or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I really enjoyed the first episode. Yeah, it seems like an interesting uh, plot. Yeah, and it's uh, created by Greg Daniels, so you yeah, know, it's yeah. probably going to be good. Yeah. He created, like, King of the Hill and the American Office and shit, so. Yeah, yeah. And that's all I got for that. Nice. Yeah. Cool. All right, so we'll hop into those podcast shout-outs. Uh, as always, we'll start off with It's a Horror Podcast. Um, today is Sunday, so this episode's not going to be dropping until midway through the week, but they're going to have it at their first official, um, widespread release, I guess, of their next season, um, yeah. on Monday, which is tomorrow. And I'm pretty pumped for that. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. And next is We Are Horrified. And they'll have one dropping soon. Um, oh, tomorrow as well, actually. Yeah, cool. Cabin so, in the Woods. Yeah, I'm excited for that one too. So yeah. I'm going to have two to listen to. <laughs> uh, next is We Love Horror. Um, I don't think they have anything going on really right now. Uh, they're still in their uh, little bit of a hiatus. I hope they yeah. get back into it though soon. Um kind of miss hearing their top tens and whatnot. And I was really excited to hear uh, what their sixties movies were going to be. Yeah. So I could check some of them out. <clears throat> yeah. And lastly is our boy, Daniel from the creepy crap podcast. And he just released a new episode today on the uh, 
movie from his motherland, Boar. <laughs> and um, I watched this one probably a couple months ago. Yeah, I remember you on, watching it. Yeah, on on Shutter, and I had fun with it, and it seemed like he did too. So I'm kind of happy we're sort of on the same wavelength with it. Yeah, I have it. Uh, have it downloaded, but I'll probably listen on the way to work tomorrow. Then. Yeah, yeah. Might check out Boar. It's like been on my list a bit, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it's not like one of those movies you have to go rush to see. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's silly, but it's good. All right, and that's all I got. Cool. Let's get so... into this bitch. Okay, so like we said in the intro this week, we're talking about Starship Troopers, not Stormship Troopers. <laughs> um, so we'll start off with a synopsis. Uh, humans in a fascist, militarist, militaristic future wage war with giant alien bugs. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <That's>, yep. <laughs> um, it was directed by Paul Verhoeven. Or Verhoeven. Um, he's directed movies such as Hollow Man, Robocop, Basic Instinct, and Total Recall. So like the late 80s and early 90s were kind of his calling, but then he hasn't yeah. really done much since then. Yeah, Robocop's fucking awesome. Uh, agreed. <laughs> I think I watched Hollow Man back in the day, but I don't remember it very much. Yeah, it was good. It was uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I remember the one scene like uh, with like the dog when he like goes in and fucking kills yeah, yeah. the dog in the cage. That part fucked me up. Yeah, no wonder why you never watched it after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and this movie stars Casper Van Dien, who was, I guess, a '90s heartthrob. I don't know. He, uh, I always thought he was in a lot more shit back then because I always remember hearing about him like yeah. when I was a kid. And like, like it seemed like he was always on like those teen magazine covers and all that shit. Yeah, like he, he seemed like the perfect built like TV star. Yeah, right? like I don't know. Like what was he even in back then? Really? Like yeah, I don't know. Maybe we have some female listeners that can fill us in. Maybe. Anyways, he played Johnny Rico in the movie, and he's also known for Alita: Battle Angel, which. You and me both watch, and I didn't even fucking see him. Like no, me either. <laughs> me either. I'm wondering if he's like one of the like cyborg kind of people. I think that he was. Yeah, they kind of made him unrecognizable. Or maybe we were just stupid and we missed it. Probably that. <laughs> uh, he was also in Sleepy Hollow. Um, he was in the Mortal Kombat Legacy that uh, that YouTube like series that was on a while back. Honestly, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, dude, you got to watch it. When I saw that, I was like, what the Mortal Kombat TV series? I was like, how do I not hear about this? Yeah. No, it's the legacy. It was 
it I watched it on YouTube. I don't know if it only aired on YouTube or if it was like actually on TV, but I don't think oh, it okay. was. But it like you you should really watch it. It's fucking super cool. Yeah, I definitely will. And like really well made, surprisingly. Huh. Like it's better more well made than the movies were. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he was also in Sharktopus versus Whale Wolf. And 500 mile per hour storm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Shit. <laughs> the, names, gonna... yeah, the names of the people come out for these fucking movies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rush out and watch that one. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. <laughs> uh, next up is Dina Meyer. <clears throat> she played Dizzy Flores. And she was actually in Saw 1 through 4. Mm-hmm. Um, she was one of the detectives. Yeah. She was also in Johnny Mnemonic with Keanu. Yeah. Uh, she was also in Star Trek, uh, Star Trek Nemesis, um, Piranha 3D, and one of the greatest movies from the 90s, Dragonheart. Yeah, I do remember that one. Fuck, I used to love that movie. I feel like if I watched it now, that would be shit. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but man, she's a babe in this movie. Holy oh, fuck. Oh, she ever. Oh, man. She's better looking than Denise Richards in this movie. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> and like Richards Denise Richards is supposed lot. to be yeah. Like, yeah. She was supposed to be like the the hot celebrity. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so that brings me to our next one, who is Denise Richards. <laughs> and she played Carbon Ibanez. And she's from, I mean, she's in so much, but uh, yeah. more specifically, I wrote down 007, The World Is Not Enough. Um, probably her most iconic role is in Wild Things with Nev Campbell. Yeah, yeah, um, famous scene. Yeah, that threesome scene. Yeah. Blue Mountain State, she had a big part in that show. She's one of the stars of The Bold and the Beautiful. And Brooke, I know you've been waiting for me to say this one. Tammy and the T-Rex fucking right (laughs) (laughs) that was her first role I think right yeah it was yeah yeah I fucking love that movie such a great film (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and lastly for uh, the cast that I'm gonna actually like dive into um, Neil Patrick Harris is in this yeah very young Neil Patrick Harris very young yeah like I wonder Uh, if this was before um the doctor show he was on. No, that one, he was like a kid in that one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like he's like not too far away from it. Really? No. Yeah. <clears throat> um, he played Carl Jenkins and he's, uh, well known for how I met your mother, Harold and Harold and Kumar, um, gone girl, a series of unfortunate events. And this one, I don't know if you ever watched the Dr. Horrible sing along blog. No, I haven't. Wow, it was funny. It's only like three episodes or something like that, but it was really okay. Hmm. And also, obviously, using Doogie Hauser. Yeah, yeah. And this movie has so many people in it that, like, Dude, so many people kept popping up. Yeah, like I was watching, I was like, "Fuck, he's in this." And none of them are like super, super famous. Like they're not like A listers or anything like no. that. No. But they're all people that like you would know for sure. Like super recognizable. Yeah. So I wrote down a few of them. We have, I'm not going to go into detail, but uh, we have Jake Busey, who is Gary's 
younger brother. Yeah. And he looked like he is an ugly fucking guy, man. Yeah, I know. Bettina oh, kept wow. saying that. She's like, wow, he's not uh, that good looking. No. Like he's got the busey teeth. And then he's also got like this super tall head. I told uh, head- Bettina he looks like the kid off of uh, Children of the Corn a bit. Oh, yeah, he does. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Um, there's also Michael Ironside. He yeah. was a fucking badass in this one. He is, yeah. Uh, Clancy Brown. Who is famous for Mr. Krabs. Oh, really? Yeah, he does Mr. Krabs' voice. That's sick. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't even bother like looking him up or anything. That's awesome. Though. He's been in a ton of shit, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, Dean Morris, who yeah. is very well known for Breaking Bad. Um, and <laughs> I said a poor man's Rob Lowe, uh, Patrick Muldoon. Yeah. Yeah. T- like this guy came on screen and I was like, oh shit, I didn't know Rob Lowe was in this. <laughs> and he, he like kept going on and I'm, I'm like, this isn't Rob Lowe. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? But yeah. he looks so much like him. He does. Even and, his IMDb uh, profile picture. Yeah. And like, uh, Dean Norris and Clancy Can- Brown, they look good in this movie. Like, yeah. Like today they're like, not I want to say they're pretty fat, like they're pretty bigger, but yeah. like here they're like super skinny and like yeah. fit. This is weird. Uh, yeah, Dean Norris definitely looks fit in this one for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, there's one more actor in here that that popped up. Uh, I think it's like Mar- um, M- Martin. I think is this character, the guy uh, from the very end, the uh, the Watkins guy that plays Watkins. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. I was like to Bettina, I was like, he looks so familiar. Then I yeah. clicked in. He was off on The Walking Dead, the TV show. Oh, right. He played the uh, the priest. Yeah. Okay. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. A lot of people in this movie. Yeah. Oh, and so now- actually, sorry to cut you off there. No, go ahead. Um, I forget her name, but the girl from uh, The Butterfly Effect. Oh, Amy Smart. Yeah, yeah. shit. I meant, I meant to put her down, too. I forgot about her. Yeah. She had a very small role in this. Like, it almost seemed like she was going to have a big role. And then she was just, like, gone for the whole movie until the yeah, very like end. Yeah, she popped up when I was like, Bettina, I was like, oh, shit, she's in this? And, like, Bettina yeah. has never seen the butterfly effect. Oh, um, man. So, I know. Uh, <laughs> so she, uh, she didn't know who she was, but I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. She's also in, uh, fuck, Road Trip. Yes. Yeah. She's the one that he cheats on his girlfriend with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she was on that Friends, um, that Ryan Reynolds movie we talked about the other episode. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But, uh, anyways, <laughs> huge cast, guys. Sorry for the whole <laughs> intro. <laughs> oh. oh, well. Now they have faces to the names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You want to hop into this movie discussion? Yeah. Let's get into it. So the movie opens up with a federal network ad for the mobile entry infantry. Basically, it's kind of like a like a shitty like late night TV ad, mm-hmm. and like all of these through the movie, they like pop up every every now and then. And they're so funny. Oh my god! Oh yeah, this whole movie is just like military propaganda. Yeah, and uh, at the end of the video, it's always like kind of like a web like a website. And it always asks you, like, yeah. would you like to know more? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. So you basically learn in this that there's a bug meteor that the uh, the bugs send meteors to Earth to attack Earth. 
And I think their planet is called Kandathu. Kandathu, yeah. Yeah. Kandathu, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So on the, the, the Federal Network ad, there's like a cameraman filming like the bugs getting killed and stuff like that. And it's like a battle on uh, a planet. And then you see the main character, Johnny Rico, get hit in the leg with uh, by one of the bugs. And then it flashes back to one year earlier. Mm -hmm. So in class, you meet Johnny Rico, which is the best fucking name. Right? I was thinking that too. That's such a sick name. Such a sick name. You meet Carmen Ibanez or Ibanez, who is uh, Denise Richards' character. And her and Johnny Rico are uh, a couple. So they're outside and they're like checking their grades on like this big public screen. I forget what uh, Carmen's score was, but Johnny. Like I think it was like a 97 or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty high. Uh, Johnny's score pops up and he has a 35% in math. Then Carl, who's played by NPH, he comes up and he has like 95%. And I was thinking like, why are they showing people's grades like right, right? in all of this fucking thing? And like uh Rico's score is so low and he's like embarrassed about it and then Neil Patrick Harris he like makes it bigger so everybody can see what it was yeah <laughs> just making fun of him I was like this is such a dick move yeah so they're in like their main kind of area like they're in high school and Carmen meets a guy I think like a friend or something named Marco who he made pilot and this is where he learned that Carmen wants to do the same thing she wants to become a pilot and it's kind of like showing each of the, their classes in high school and stuff like that. So they're in like biology class. Uh, Johnny and Carmen are like dissecting a bug and Carmen's like super grossed out from it. And then Dizzy, who is another girl that kind of likes Rico. She's like kind of flirting with Rico and showing like she can, you know, take apart this bug and shit. Yeah. And uh, the teacher had a, was pretty high up in the casting as well. I think it's like Rue McClanahan or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. So then it cuts to Johnny and Carl. Johnny's like hooked up to this, I don't know, like computer and there's two cards behind him and he has to guess what the card is because in this universe, some kids are born with a psychic ability Mm -hmm. and I think Carl has that ability. Yeah, so Neil Patrick Harris is kind of trying to sh- show him like that he can uh, he can like make himself psychic almost or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And this whole like kind of side plot is so fucking stupid in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, and then Carl has a pet ferret named Sirona. <laughs> yeah, super random. <laughs> and then it cuts to later that night. Uh, they're playing like this football, like a football game. And <laughs> it's like arena football kind of. And it's uh, like so bad. Oh my God. They're like Johnny's doing like flips over people and stuff like that. Uh, it's so stupid. And then another guy <clears throat> that he's going up against who is, uh, what's his name? I have it down here. Anyway, we'll get to it. Um, mm-hmm. He's, uh, he like kind of gets pushed away and then he gets bumped into Carmen 
And then they're kind of like flirting a bit. And he says he's going to the fleet Academy and then Carmen kind of gets like turned on a bit. And they kind of like start fl- flirting and stuff like that. And Johnny's getting yeah. super jealous. And I don't know if you noticed, but they have like the old school Joe hockey helmets on. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. <laughs> like the fucking team you Solani helmet. Oh yeah. Yeah. Straight into the nineties. Yeah. And then, uh, Dizzy is the QB for Johnny's team. And she's such a badass at this. It's like yeah, the last play and she just takes the ball and just is mowing guys down. <laughs> all these guys are trying to tackle her and she's just fucking trucking through all of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And so she, she, she like, tosses like... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so she like tosses like the game-winning TD to uh, Johnny with like seconds left. And I don't know if the team he's playing against is like another high school or what, but uh, the other guy's name is Xander and he he comes into play later. Yeah. So the next day, Johnny, he's applying for the federal service, the infantry, the, uh, the teacher that's like the leader of the infantry is I think Razak. I think that's how you say the name. Raksak or something. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Johnny's parents don't really want him to apply for the infantry. They want him to like go on vacation and go to some place called Zegum Beach, which is like yeah. uh, this whole like side plot was kind of dumb. I know, um, <laughs> but the the father's like, oh, it must be that rack sack guy that's getting into your head. And Johnny's like, no, he's actually kind of like trying to like turn us away from it. Yeah, yeah, because he ha- he only has one arm. That rack sack guy. Yeah, yeah. So you can assume that he was like in one of the wars and got yeah. fucked up. Yeah. And from the start here, you kind of get the sense that Dizzy has a crush on uh, Johnny. Yeah. Like really bad. Yeah. So they're all like applied to the military. You have to be in the military for no less than two years or unless like another big war happens pretty much. Yeah. So Carmen, she got into to be a pilot. Carl is in games in theory and you don't really know what that is, but then Carmen says something like, Oh, we'll be reporting to you soon or something like that. So it's almost like he's kind of like, like his group, like is the, stra- the, the strategists people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like the they generals make up, and all that stuff. Yeah. Like they make up the battle plans and shit like that. Yeah. And Johnny Rico, he's in the infantry. So they're all leaving. They pretty much graduated. The three of them vow to make a pact that no matter what happens, they'll always be friends. Johnny's at home. Next day, they're all like flying out to join the military. And Johnny's parents don't want him to join the military. They just want him to go on vacation, (laughs) which like, what? Like the guy has to have a fucking career. Yeah. Like don't even like come up with another like offer or like idea. They're just like, oh, just come on a vacation. (laughs) don't, Don't go to college or do anything else just yeah. come with us let's go on vacation <laughs> wish my parents were like that yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> so they're all leaving johnny's telling carmen that he had a hard time getting away from uh his parents and that he just wore what he had pretty much yeah and carmen has like all these bags packed and stuff so they're about to leave johnny tells carmen that he loves her and she kind of doesn't really say it back at first. And then she starts to leave. And then she says, I love you, but she clearly didn't mean it. Yeah. 
And so another federal network video pops up and this one has like these kids playing in a playground and the military like comes up and starts handing out bullets to them. (laughs) (laughs) And then they start talking about how a bunch of like Mormon conformists or something like left and started their own like group on this planet. And then it shows the thing that was like all dead. (laughs) Little did they know that it was already inhabited by the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so funny. Uh, would you like to hear more? Yeah, would you like to hear more? Uh, so they're all at their station, and this is where we meet Sergeant Zim. <laughs> I love this guy so much. Oh. Yeah, he's badass. Um, one, uh, one question that I wanted to ask you, did you ever watch Invader Zim? Like the no, cartoon? I don't think so. Oh. Uh, I meant to look it up to see like if this came out after that show. Oh, okay. Because like Invader Zim, he's like an alien, yeah, little dude. So I was wondering if they got this yeah, guy's name from that. That's true, huh? <laughs> Interesting. So they're all all there. There's um, Johnny Rico and a few other people that you'll meet in a sec. So you have to try and take Zim down. He's kind of like that, like flamboyant sergeant who thinks he's like all that. Yeah. So a guy named Breckenridge tries to take him down. And this guy looks super familiar too. Yeah, he um, did. He he was in, fuck, what did I see him in? Oh, sorry, one sec. No worries. I looked it up. Yeah, he was in, where did I see him from? Oh, the Major League movies. Oh, okay. He was in uh, one and two. Um, so yeah, sorry about that. So oh. So he's like this big kind of buff guy and he... Says, oh, I'll take him down. He like starts fighting him, and then Zim just like breaks his arm. <laughs> <laughs> he's just laying there. He's like, Serge, yeah. I think my arm's broken. I'm like, bro, you can see the bone sticking yeah, out of it. Yeah, I like think blood it might on be. his shirt and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Dizzy shows up. She requested a transfer to this platoon. And uh Zim kind of questions her. He's like, Oh, you've transferred? And she's like, Yeah, I heard this was the best station. He's like, yeah, it is, but I kind of think that it was to be with Johnny. I think. Yeah, he goes, yeah, it is, but what makes you think you're good enough? And yeah. then she kind of like gives Johnny like the kind of side eyes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so she like takes down um, Zim. I think. Well, they get into a scuff. Like she, he says, oh, "What right. makes you think you're good enough?" And she gets in and she fucking squares up with him, and she gives him a good tilt but then he ends up taking her down yeah yeah and uh and this is where we also meet ace he's uh <laughs> he's he's a good character I, I like him yeah he's he's funny so they're trying to like figure out who the squad leader would be it has kind of this like montage of them doing all these like uh obstacles and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then they're all like throwing knives and stuff and I told Bettina, I was like, oh, this is like the one part I remember from back in the day. Yeah. They're like throwing knives at these targets and Ace cannot do it at all. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, we got to fucking practice throwing knives when we're shooting guns the whole time. And then Zim just comes up and is like, all right, Sergeant, get up to that wall. Put your hand up there. <laughs> and just throws a knife into Zim's hand. He's your like, enemies can't push the big red button if they can't use their hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then uh, they're all cut into like a, a shower scene, and 
they're all like the guys and the girls are all like showering together. It's all like one yeah. team and lots of titties. Yeah. Me and Bettina were talking about it. Like you would never see these kind of scenes in today's no. movies. I find. No, definitely not. Like, I like how they have like the men and the women all in one place. Like they're all the same rank, right? Yeah. Like it's not true. just all men or something like that. Yeah. And like, it's not over sexualized or anything like that. It's just like, no, exactly. Everyone's literally just showering. Like, yeah. Literally. And it's going around. Everyone's like talking about what everyone wants to do after the military. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So then they're done their showers and Rico is going to make a video letter to Carmen to send to her. Yeah. And it cuts to Carmen. She's aboard the ship. She's in the number two chair. And her co-pilot is Xander. And this part was kind of confusing because Xander, I think, is a rank above her. I mean, yeah. But they graduate, so they graduate at the same time. So I didn't know how. That was one thing I wanted to talk about, too. Like not only like that also, but like these kids are just out of high school yeah. and they've, they've been in like in military training for what, like a couple months. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And like, she's learned, like she's already flying a fucking spaceship. This yeah. Xander guy is her, like is a rank above her and he's like her superior. Yeah. And all these other kids are like, what, 18, maybe 19 years old. And they're like, yeah. Running squads and shit like that. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And, uh, so I don't, I don't know, maybe he, cause he did mention he was going to fleet school or something. So maybe, I don't know, he got an extra grade or something like that. Yeah, maybe. So she's like pulling out the, the spaceship and I noticed the, the one planet that are near, it has like this, like rain around the whole planet and it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of Halo a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now it's back to Rico. Him and Dizzy are, is like a red team versus blue team. And him and Dizzy are the only ones left, and they have to try and pretty much capture the flag. So Johnny Rico does some crazy flips, flips over, shoots a bunch of people, and just going nuts on everybody. Like picks up two guns, and people are like aren't around the corner yet, and he's just already shooting at them. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he ends up getting the flag, and they win. And I think like one Zim or some other guy like says, "Oh, Rico's really making a name for himself." Everyone gets uh, these like letter videos. Dizzy doesn't get a video. Johnny's is from Carmen and he's like super excited for it, but it's a fucking breakup video. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She's like the the future's way of breaking up over the phone. Yeah. She's, she says she's going career and that she doesn't think it will work. And uh, Ace is like, kind of like, Behind him, he's like excited. Then he sees it's a breakup video. He's like, "Oh man, sorry, dude." Yeah. So, uh, yeah. He's like, "Don't worry, you still got me to take care of you or something like that." Yeah, yeah. So they're doing another train session. Only this time they're using live ammunition. And during this, Breckenridge's helmet malfunctions. So Rico tells him to take it off, and he gets hit in the head and killed. Yeah. Um. This scene was kind of stupid too. Like, yeah. Like why, why is this guy taking his helmet off when you're using live ammunition? That's yeah. insane. Well, Get I mean, off that's the what They said too, they told yeah. Johnny, like they brought him up to, you know, ask him about it. And this is where you meet uh, Dean Norris's character. Right. I'm yeah. not sure what his character's name was, Yeah, but pretty much they ask him like, 
why the fuck would you tell him to take his helmet off during live ammo? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I was just doing what I thought was best for the team. <laughs> so he pretty much nope. gets kicked out of the squadron and he has to get 10 lashes on his back. Yeah. Well, he doesn't get kicked out. He got demoted to like just being yeah. a regular like person. Like he's not the squad leader anymore. Right. Those lashes are painful to watch though. Oh, they were, they were. It's like that. Did you ever watch passion of the Christ? No, it's one movie I never watched. I it's, it's a random movie to compare it to, but it is. Got, <laughs> <laughs> when Jesus got his lashings, that's what it reminded me of. It was okay. fucking terrible. Um, so yeah, it's back on the ship and I couldn't tell when they're on the ship, if it was all like green screen, like not, like in the space, but in their actual yeah. ship. Yeah. Like some parts looked like it was actually like they're on a set, but then other parts, their like bodies kind of looked like they were on a green screen. Yeah, I agree. There's some, some parts where like, like there was a couple scenes where Denise Richards was like sitting in her fucking pilot's chair or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, she like kind of turns around and it looks like she's like, over filtered on like an inst- Instagram picture. Or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, exactly. That's where I got too. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing a lot of it was green screen. Yeah. But who knows? And uh, so, yeah, during this part, Carmen and uh, Xander are kind of like flirting a bit. <laughs> Bettina made a comment. She like said that Carmen wants to lick Xander's navs. This <laughs> not because <laughs> <laughs> they call the navigation navs. Oh, okay. So That's like, funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told her I was, I was putting it in the podcast. That's hilarious. <laughs> so they see an unidentified object coming at them. There's a huge asteroid. It's fucking massive. How did and, they not see this asteroid? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> so they're like, and they're like counting down, like to go into, I don't know, like some like hyper maneuver or something like that. Yeah. So they like barely make it. A top piece like gets like, knocked off a pretty big piece and then they're just like oh close up hole something something it's like (laughs) the fuck (laughs) yeah i think that was like their communications tower because after that they're saying that they lost communications yeah yeah and yeah it's like an asteroid sent by the bugs but they don't really like explain how the bugs send the asteroids yeah i don't know (laughs) like what a what a way to fucking start a war we're gonna send asteroids to earth yeah so Johnny gets a, a call in from his parents and for some reason it goes on like the giant ass screen in like the, the common area yeah. instead of like his like little like TV bed. But basically they're like talking to him and Johnny says, Oh, I got kicked out and can I, can I come home? And the parents are like, Oh yeah, that's fine. Come home. And then it like starts to go in dark and they're like, Oh, that's weird. Is it is it raining outside? <laughs> um, no, so, you're just gonna die. Yeah. So Earth was attacked. Buenos Aires is where they live. Was hit and destroyed by a meteor. So then Rico goes back to Zim and Dean Norris's character, and he's like, "Hey, I want to stay here. Like, I don't want to go back to Earth or whatever." Yeah. He's like, "I don't have anywhere to go. We were destroyed." And then Dean Norris's character is kind of like going to say no. And then Zim comes up to him and he like has his paper and he says, is this your signature down here? And Rico's like, yeah. 
And then Zim looks at Dean Norris and was like, nope, doesn't look like it's me. He just rips it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so awesome. Yeah. So another federal video pops up and Carl's in it this time. Yeah. And he's kind of demonstrating how to kill the the bugs. He has like one locked up and he's just like kind of like talking to the camera. He's like, you can um, shoot its legs and stuff like that, but it can still move around and kill you a bit. He says you have to shoot like some part on it to really kill it. Yeah, it's like shoot more of its back because it's like it's yeah. nervous or something like that. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> so they're back on one of the ships and there's a few of them that are going to be getting matching tattoos. It's like Johnny, Dizzy, Ace, the uh, the one guy, I forget who it was, but uh, another guy. Yeah, he's the guy that wants to be like a journalist or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That tattoo is sick though. It was, yeah. It has like death on it. Death and yeah, like a skull. It, yeah. So Carmen and Xander, they're on the same ship as them. And Xander mentions to Carmen, like, hey, I think your buddy Johnny's here. So they like all go. And then it pretty much turns into like pilots versus the infantry. Mm-hmm. And Xander starts mouthing off with infantry, stuff like that. Like saying that they're much better than them and stuff. Yeah. So him and Johnny start fighting, stuff like that. And then nothing really happens <laughs> from it. No, they end up just leaving. And then- yeah, yeah. So they're heading toward their first planet to go and kill the bugs. They're on their way. The fleet is like getting taken out by blue fireballs. There's like a shit ton of ships, like just fucking getting taken out. Yeah. And then Carmen's ship gets hit, but she manages to salvage it to get away. And it goes back to the planet. And there's just these giant beetles shooting fucking blue <laughs> fireballs out their buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this is like their first pretty much like planet attack that these um, students have done. And the one Mexican guy, he's like super cocky. He's like, Oh, let's fucking go. (laughs) And then he just like runs up and like sees that bug and just gets totally fucked up. (laughs) Oh my God. And then there's like, (laughs) Right behind was like a cameraman and a reporter. Oh man. <laughs> it's like just on the front lines and the reporter's still reporting on yeah. on the box and then he just gets fucked up. There's like a thousand people dying all around him and he's still just like, Oh, we're on Clendathu and it's a big war and all these bugs <laughs> are all over the place. And he fucking gets uh, bit in half. Yeah. Fuck. And then this is where Rico gets stabbed in the leg. But uh, he ends up getting saved and brought back to the ship, and they pretty much all retreat. From it's his, been uh, it's yeah. been such a long time since I watched this. Like, whenever he got attacked, because they don't show what actually happens after. No, he's like just shooting all these bugs with a shotgun that he finds, mm-hmm. and then it just like cuts away. And I was like, "Fuck, does he die?" Like, I couldn't remember. Yeah. yeah. So it cuts to like kind of like a, a court thing. And one Sky Marshal, he resigned. There's a new one in his place because the mission was a failure. Yeah. There was over 308,000 casualties. Yeah. and <laughs> Which is insane. It is. But, like, did you hear, like, uh, where did they say it before? Oh, whenever Carmen was looking at the screen 
it said that there was a hundred or a hundred thousand troops were killed. And like 30 seconds later, it said 308,000. Yeah. I was so, like, that is yeah, she's, such a huge jump. Yeah. So she goes up to the computer and she searches up Johnny Rico <laughs> and Johnny's name comes up and says he's deceased, yeah. uh, killed in action. Yeah. But then it actually cuts to Johnny. He's in this water, like, I don't know, thing. And he's pretty much getting surgery on his leg. And Dizzy and Ace are all all there. And they're like, oh, you'll be out in three days. It's going to be okay. And this is where they meet their new... They get sent to a new unit. And this unit has killed more bugs than anyone else. And it's roughnecks. Yeah, Rajback Roughnecks, which is his, uh, his, I think his teacher or one of the teachers. Yeah. yeah, it was the teacher that only had one arm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he comes out looking like fucking Jax from uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they're searching for these bugs and they have to shoot a nuke down one of the like bug holes. And there's, they find like the hole and there's like a few bugs coming out and I think they shoot the nuke down it. And I don't know like how it works. Like if it has like heat sinking or something like that, but they just like shoot it. It just like goes like all the way down the hole. Yeah. But then they awaken like a tanker bug shows up, which is like the one, I don't know if that's the one that shoots the blue fireballs balls out of its butthole. So or, not, or if it's a different bug. Is this the brain bug right now? Or? No, no, no. That's no, it. No, that comes after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's at the end. Yeah. So this like big tanker bug, it's like basically a huge beetle and it shoots yeah. fire out of its like mouth kind of. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, everyone's like freaking out, like trying to figure out how to destroy it. And then Johnny Rico just fucking takes over like a badass. He <laughs> just like jumps on its back, takes a shotgun, shoots it a hole in its back and then just throws a grenade down it into its back and then jumps off and the uh the bug just fucking explodes (laughs) yeah yeah fucking awesome so they make rico like the corporal uh i think until he dies or they find someone better they kind of like make that joke a few times in it yeah and And like this guy he he keeps getting fucking promoted then demoted then promoted i know right and uh so he needs a squad leader because he isn't, he's not squad leader anymore. And then he think he asks Ace, I think first mm-hmm. or someone else. And then they're like, Oh no, I can't be. So then he makes dizzy squad leader. Yeah. And like, so, why would you not make her squad leader first? I like, know. Right. Anyway, she's such a badass. She is. She is. So it's later that night. They're kind of all celebrating the day. The squad is like giving beer and, and like entertainment. They have like footballs and, ace gets like a violin and just starts like playing it and stuff like that yeah and then dizzy they're all like dancing and dizzy comes up to rico and says oh come dance with me and then rico's kind of a dick to her for some reason yeah just like oh no like i can't dance i'm you know i'm higher up i can't do that stuff and then she's like kind of gets you know bummed about it Mm -hmm. and then uh like raz razback comes over and says like Oh, you can still like have fun and stuff like that or something like that. Yeah. And then like Rico looks, looks over at Dizzy and then he goes over and starts dancing with her. And then they go into Rico's tent and start hooking up and stuff like that. And then Razback comes in and says that they're leaving in 10 minutes. 
and Dizzy's like covered in the blanket and then Razback's like, who's that? And then Dizzy comes up and he's like, make it 20. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed at it. And at the same time, I was just like, yeah, the fate of the world's not as important as you getting laid. Yeah, really. And then uh, they say, oh, we can do it in 20. So they like have sex and then Dizzy says to him like, oh, we finally got to be together and stuff like that. And then she tells Rico that she loves him and he doesn't say it back to her. So there's a distress call on planet P. So their platoon is going to the planet to see what the distress call is about. They're on the planet. They're kind of like walking. There's no bugs in sight. There's like some rocks falling down a mountain and everyone looks over, but no one really thinks of anything. There's a guy that has a radio and he's trying to radio to the rest of the, the fleet, but he can't get to it. So Razback tells him to go up to higher ground. <laughs> so he starts climbing up and I was like, that's just such a dumb idea. Like, yeah. And then I know where this fucking flying bug just comes up and just grabs them and brings them up to the top of the mountain. And Razback grabs a gun and he has them in a scope and then he just kills the guy, shoots the guy. Yeah. And kills him, kind of put him in his misery. Yeah, and he goes, and I expect any of you guys to do the same for me. Yeah, yeah. So, but get, like, yeah. Sorry. Go no, go ahead. Like, I understand him killing that guy, but, like, why not shoot the bug while you're at it? Yeah, really. Like, kill him, then shoot the bug. Yeah, yeah. So, they get to the outpost. Everyone's dead. There's fucking blood and guts everywhere. No one in sight. They go inside the kind of like office part of it and there was a tunnel that was buried underneath. That's how the bugs get in. Yeah. And they see one of the guys on the computer. He has a hole in his head and uh, something ate his brains out of his head. Yeah. And you hear some like banging and stuff like that. And they open some doors and General Cohen, he's still alive. He's kind of like going crazy. He's like, Oh, thank you guys. Thank God you guys are here. And they find another guy who had his brains taken out. And Cohen says that the bugs make the make the humans do things. Yeah. So the bugs made the one guy make the distress call to the the fleet to get them to come. Yeah. So they're outside. Um the bugs are starting to come. There's a fucking shit ton of them. And the General Cohen guy, he's like, oh, just kill me, just kill me. And then Bastak just like grabs a gun and like cocks it. And Rico's <laughs> like, no, don't do that. <laughs> uh, so they're all at the top of like the the wall, and there's a fucking shit ton of bugs. Like, yeah. holy fuck. And there's a bunch of like flying bugs that just like fly over and just cut, cut guys' heads off. I thought it was fucking badass. Oh my god, yeah. so cool. So they're like shooting the bugs. The bugs are starting to try to climb up the wall. They're like breaking down the the support beams. And there's like a flying bug that's coming at them, and someone shoots the bug, and it gets taken down, and it like crashes into the Cohen guy, who's like on his knees he's like no and then just get fucking taken out from it oh man so there's just too many bugs there's a few 
uh, the tanker bugs come into. So they all go back into the compound. They manage to call a ship. It's Carmen and Xander. There's a one tanker bug gets through the wall, and oh no, is it? Does he get through the wall? Mm. Yeah, yeah, he gets through the wall. But then before this, there's like, um, kind of like a pit that's like opening yeah. in the ground. Yeah, and Baz Bazak. I'll never be able to pronounce this guy's name right. <laughs> Ra- I think it's Razak. Razak. He uh, he's like caught into this trap, and he has. So the guys like pull him out and he loses both his legs. Yeah. And then Razak tells Rico's like, you know what you need to do. And then Rico just shoots him, which I didn't really get. Like just like the guy at the beginning has no fucking legs that they meet in the office. Like why not just grab him and put him on the ship? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Well, the ship. Oh, their ship. Yeah, Yeah. Oh, true. True. So, so they kill Razback. Uh, the tanker bug gets in, and they're all like kind of leaving on the ship. And Dizzy stays behind, and she's she just like grabs a grenade, tosses it into the tanker's mouth, and then it like blows up. Yeah. Everyone's cheering. She's cheering, and then all of a sudden, she gets stabbed a shit ton by one of the bugs, and they manage to shoot the bug. And it's like arm breaks off in her and they get her on the ship and they're starting to fly away. And they like pull the the arm out of her and she's saying like, Oh, don't let me die. Rico. She's like, Oh, I'm glad we can spend. I got to spend one night with you or finally have you or something like that. And it was actually really fucking sad. Yeah, it was like, I got pretty teary. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> <laughs> but like the thing that pissed me off, like, why are you pulling that out of her? Yeah, because like yeah. they always say, like, if you see somebody that's impaled by something, leave it in because that's could that's be true. what saves their life. Yeah, yeah. So Dizzy's dead, and they have their funeral for her. Like they're sending her body out into space, and then I think like before this, uh, Carmen is like flying away. And then she kind of has like one of those looks like what's that, like that one meme or like thing on family guy. It's like, this is when Carmen realized that she fucked up <laughs> <laughs> because she like realizes that she shouldn't have broken up with Johnny that she like loves him. Yeah. <laughs> so they have the funeral. Carl shows up. He's pretty much like a general now. And he's talking to Rico and Carmen. He knew about the brain bug. And that it was pretty much a suicide mission for them to go to Planet P. Um, But they're going to be going back to Planet P to capture the brain bug. So they're on Planet P again. And there's a bunch of new kids. Like these kids look even younger than Johnny and all them did. Man, they look like they're fresh out of like fucking middle school. (laughs) I know. I was hoping to see them like go up against the bugs. Just to see them all get fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) But uh I think someone says like, who's, who's in charge here. And then the Rico says like, Oh, I am I'm the new leader. And then I think it's like walk in says, yeah, it's Rico's roughnecks. Yeah. So they're about to go find the brain bug. Carmen, they're on their way and there's a bunch of blue fireballs getting hit up again. Carmen ship gets hit. 
and they're kind of running out to try and get to the escape pods. Her captain gets crushed by a door, pretty much like gets like split in half almost. Yeah. And then her and Xander, they make it in an escape pod and they land on the ship. And I think they radio to Rico to like, let them know that they were alive. Yeah. But it's all broken up. Yeah. Yeah. So they land inside pretty much the nest and there's a bunch of bugs there and they have like two guns and Rico was going to go find her. But then I didn't really get this part because he says, because Watkins says, Hey, are we going to go find Carmen? And Rico says, Oh, we already know that they're dead. Yeah. And the Watkins is like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Cause she was like, like, great. Yeah. She was on the radio with them and like, you could hear them screaming and shit. Yeah. And then like two minutes later, walk it or Rico's like, all right, I'm going this way instead of that way. And then Watkins is like, well, you can't do that. You'll get like demoted or in trouble. Yeah. And then Rico's like, oh, I need two, two volunteers. So then Ace and Watkins, they volunteer to go with Rico to find Carmen and Xander. Yeah. It's like 30 seconds ago. Watkins was perfectly fine with them going to get Carmen. And then all of a sudden he has a change of heart. And he's like, well, it's, it's illegal to go off mission. Yeah. Yeah. Where was that attitude before? (laughs) Yeah. So Xander and Carmen, they both get stabbed and like their leg and their arm and they're not dead yet. The bugs keep them alive. And then the brain bug shows up and is getting like carried by these like little bugs that they were in the biology class before. Yeah. So they're like basically cockroaches. Those ones. Yeah, pretty much. So Xander passes the knife to Carmen, which I didn't get like, why not just use the knife yourself? Yeah. I don't know. So he passes the knife to Carmen. The brain bug comes up to him and it's fucking disgusting looking. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like fucking 10 eyes and like a vagina face and yeah, like fucking disgusting. pus like out of its vagina and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes up to Xander and it like uh reaches out this kind of like hook thing and then it stabs him in the head and it just starts sucking up his brain. <laughs> it's pretty disgusting too. Yeah, it was. So Xander's dead. Then the bug goes up to Carmen and he's about to do the same thing, but then she slashes off its, uh, I don't know, knife antenna thing and starts like spewing brains everywhere. Yeah. And this is where Rico and them come up and they grab her and uh, they have like a nuke. And I don't know like if this would actually work, but they have like a nuke and they're, he's like talking to the brain bug. He says, Oh, you know what this will do? You know what this will do? And they grab Carmen and start running away, like backing off. Mm-hmm. And Watkins gets stabbed. And then he says to them, Oh, give me the nuke. Like, you go on ahead. I'll take care of this. And then they all run away. And Watkins, in the last ditch effort, is just going nuts. Like, you like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> just going fucking nuts on them. And there's like this huge wall of bugs that are just like piling up. Yeah. Like yeah. Dead bugs. So then he sets off the nuke and uh, kills, I don't know, a lot of fucking bugs. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention too, before Xander died, he said to the bug, he says, 
one day someone like me is going to kill you and your whole fucking race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they get outside and they hear all this cheering and stuff and they capture the brain bug and it's all like in a net and stuff. And um, Carl comes up and he puts his hand on the bug and then he just says like, it's afraid. And everyone starts like <laughs> cheering and stuff. <laughs> this part i didn't get because like this all happened within like 45 seconds like they ran through the tunnel the tunnel explodes yeah and then they come out the opening and then all of a sudden everybody's cheering and shit Mm -hmm. it's like how did this all happen so quickly and how did carl get there so quickly yeah exactly and then you find out that uh sergeant zim captured it although he's not a sergeant anymore i guess he got demoted because he's like a private (laughs) yeah so there was one part way earlier and it was something about i forget what it was but something about how like a sergeant doesn't go and fight or something like that so he like demoted himself to a private oh maybe yeah i can't remember exactly what happened but yeah it was something like that so yeah zim captured it and then it cuts to one final network video (laughs) federal network (laughs) video and it has the bug like in the science lab and they're like stabbing it with shit. And then this guy comes up with this like giant needle thing. And then he's about to stab it in the vagina looking mouth. And it <laughs> has this giant censored over top. Yeah. Off of it. Oh, <laughs> so funny. Uh, then it pretty much cuts to the end. And Carmen, she's a captain now on the ship. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much how it ends. That's the way the blood splatters. <laughs> Green, red, blue. Yeah. All the different colors of blood. <laughs> what movie was it that we were talking about? I feel like maybe The Wailing. And I said that my review scores don't really match up with my experience with the film. Yeah. So, because that one I gave it high scores, but I didn't like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> this one was the same, but opposite. Uh, okay. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I had a fucking blast watching this movie. Oh, like, me too. I, I had just as much fun watching it now as it did fucking like 20 years ago or whatever, whenever it came out. Yeah, me too. Um, But that being said, it is a sh- shitty movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> um, It also has like four or five sequels that I had no idea were there. I didn't know there was more than two. I knew about Stormtroopers 2. And then after that, I did like I had no idea. Yeah, me either. But I watched the trailers for all of them, and they all look equally as ridiculous. Really? Yeah. Uh, like I, I looked up number two, and it has like a three or something like that. But like it's, it almost seems like the special effects got worse as the movies went on, really? which doesn't make sense to me at all. Because like the newest one came out in like 2017. Yeah. Wow. But I kind of do want to watch them all. <laughs> Because I know Rico comes back in some of them. Yeah, yeah, he does. But not the same uh, actor, though. Yeah. Really? Casper Van Dien was... Well, I don't think he was in all of them, but he no, was he in... No, wasn't, he wasn't in the sequel. No, he wasn't in the second one, but he was in one of the other ones that I saw like later on. Oh, okay. His name popped up on the IMDb. But anyways, let's fucking hop into these reviews. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so I gave my story a four out of 10. Okay. 
I said the premise of it is kind of ridiculous. Giant killer alien bugs attacking Earth with asteroids. Yeah. Um, a lot of the points in the movie didn't really make sense at all. And there's a shit ton of plot holes. Yeah. And Neil Patrick Harris's character is so, so stupid. I yeah. feel I feel like if you took that whole thing out of it, yeah, I would probably enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I really did enjoy it, but I mean, that part didn't need to be in there. Yeah. But like I said, like I had a lot of fun with it. So that's why like the story is not like a two <laughs> or a three. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. Um, I mean, four is still not that good, but yeah. And I gave the quality a three out of 10. <clears throat> I okay. said the, the acting was pretty terrible for the most part. And the script was pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, the effects, like sometimes they looked good and then other times they looked like shit. Yeah. agree. Like I feel like some of the stuff that was in space, like I thought it looked all right. Like, yeah. Like whenever I the ships were exploding and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and some of the bugs were kind of cool. They weren't great, but yeah. I didn't mind them. Like that big brain bug was like gross, but kind of cool at the same time. Like those flying ones are sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, like some of the, some of the effects, like the, um, like the blood and gore looked kind of amateurish. Yeah. Considering what the budget was, but I'll talk about that after. Okay. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, even though I gave it low scores, it's such a fun movie to watch. Oh, I totally and, agree. Like these scores are not reflective on my experience with it. It's just being a critical yeah. eye, I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Lay it on me. All right. So pretty much the same as you. I fucking love this movie. Uh, I loved it back in the day and it still feels the exact same. Yeah. Um, So my scores definitely don't reflect how I feel about the movie. (laughs) So story, I gave it a five out of 10. Um, It's a pretty fun alien invasion sci-fi movie. I kind of like how it's kind of like satirical a bit yeah. because they make you think like, as there's a bunch, a whole bunch of bugs, you think that they're dumb, but they're actually just as smart or smarter than the humans. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty long movie, although it didn't really feel two hours long, but no. it still took an hour to get into the, the good stuff. Yeah. Like until they got onto like the, the wars and all that shit, like into the good bug stuff. Um, and I did like all of the characters pretty much for the most part, except for Carl. Yeah. He was, was didn't have any, I don't know, anything to his character. Yeah. And like some of like the plot holes is kind of dumb. Like some of like the romance or like uh romance between mm-hmm. a few characters. Like, I, don't know, I just didn't really agree with. Yeah. So quality, I gave a four out of 10. Uh, like this movie in a sense is like a bad movie, like cheesy mm-hmm. is not good, but I still enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah. I thought the bugs looked pretty cool. Um, the CGI and the special effects didn't look too bad. Like through mo- most of the movie, <clears throat> it didn't look bad at all, but then like some yeah. of the scenes, it kind of did look bad. I, yeah, it was kind of like hit, hit or miss with every scene almost. Yeah. It's like, some yeah. of them looked great and then some of them didn't. Yeah. And like the script I did like, but it was bad just because it had like a lot of cheesy things and like rememberable like lines and moments and stuff yeah. like that. 
Yeah. And uh, I thought the acting was like pretty decent for the most part, like for what they're like doing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a fun movie. Uh, <laughs> I love it, but it's just not, yeah. it's not that great. Yeah. So story five out of 10 quality of four out of 10. All right, cool. Yeah. Like I said, the acting was pretty terrible, but like it's, it's almost like that nineties acting, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it, it feels like a typical nineties action movie. Yeah. Like it's not so bad where you, you struggle to get through the scenes and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So. All right. So we know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they gave it. I'm interested will, in this. You might be surprised. Uh, the critics consensus, a fun movie. If you can accept the excessive gore and wooden acting. yeah i like that description yeah all right so what do you think the critics gave it i think i'm gonna go with a 69 wow okay uh they gave it a 63 okay which is pretty close yeah um this like surprised me to be honest like i would have thought the critics would have scored this like a 30 percent. it's just like one of those movies that's like I don't know that you wouldn't think the critics would think very highly of it. Yeah. And the audience scored it a 70% on okay. 224,000 ratings. Nice. <clears throat> so not bad, really. No, it's, it's a good sci-fi alien action flick. Like, yeah, it's a good popcorn movie. Like if you're just chilling with your buddies on a Saturday night, yeah, that's very having true. some beers, like playing poker or something. Just throw this on in the background and it's fucking yeah. good one to have. That's very true. I can agree with that. Okay. So after this, we'll hop on over to that scare section. Let's do it. Okay. I think I can figure out what your scare rating is, but let's hear it. <laughs> uh, so my scary rating is a two out of 10. Okay. It's not a scary movie at all, but some of the kills and stuff are pretty graphic. Yeah. And just like the overwhelmingly amount of bugs is scary as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this may happen in real life. Like who fucking knows it could, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you never know. Really? Exactly. You never know. But uh, yeah, not scary. Just, some of the gore, it's not too bad from what I like. I thought I thought it was way worse than this, to be honest. Yeah. But uh it's not too bad. So right. two out of ten. Cool. What were you? I, I gave it a one out of ten. Yeah. <clears throat> I said it like basically everything that you said, like it wasn't scary at all. Um I said some of the bug designs weren't that great. Like some of them looked good, and then other ones it was just like meh. Like, but, uh, like you mean like the actual bugs or like specific like scenes like, with that but with the bugs? No, like the ones the bugs that are like in abundance, like the ones that are there's like fucking ten million of them. Yeah, like I didn't really like the look of those ones, oh, but okay. I liked I liked those huge like things with the like the big beetles that shot stuff out of their ass, yeah. and like that final bug, like the brain bug, like it was really yeah. well done. But I guess I mean if you have to make like a million of these things like you want to make it a basic design i guess yeah 
But uh, this is where I was going to talk about the budget because I was going to say, well, I said the bug designs weren't great and given the budget, I feel like they could have been better. Yeah. The budget for this movie was $105 million. $105 million? Yeah. So that was in 1997. So that is equal to $168 million now. That's insane. Yeah. So like I think about like what a hundred and sixty eight million dollar movie looks like and it's it, it looks better than this one. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. But that was also twenty three years ago, so I don't know. Yeah. My God. I was kind of surprised to see that huge of a budget. Like I was thinking like maybe fifty million. Yeah. All right. What was your what was your scariest scene? So my scariest scene was when the bugs attacked the second compound. Just because there are so many of them. It's just fucking crazy. And then it like introduced the flying ones and they're just going around <laughs> cutting fucking guys' heads off. <laughs> oh man, so insane. Yeah. Cause like you they would kill like a bunch of them, then the, the camera would like look out and there'd just be thousands of them still coming. Like you can't even see the ground. There's so many of them. Yeah. Yeah. And they're stuck on this like little compound with nowhere to go. What about you? Uh, I said whenever the brain bug comes out. Okay. And like, it's not like that. It's really scary. It's just, it looks super gross and yeah. And you don't know what it's going to do. Yeah. And like, I hate spiders and like this, this isn't a spider at all, but it has like those eyes that like a spider has. And I, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like the, this bug looked good, but I didn't like looking at it. Yeah. (laughs) And like whenever it sticks the fucking like, shank into the guy's head and start sucking his brains out <laughs> yeah Ugh. all right uh would you survive so i put maybe if i was a pilot but technically i can't be a pilot because i'm colorblind Ooh. so i would have to be an in infantry so no i would not i would be totally fucked that's i said hell no <laughs> i would have still been in buenos Aires whenever the asteroid hit yeah <laughs> like, nice i would not have signed up for this no no me either fuck that just don't want to die yeah that's all especially not to a giant ass bug no <laughs> get fucking stabbed or bit in half yeah no thanks okay so this is another uh list episode and yep. we're doing another top 10 list yeah fuck it and <laughs> and this is the top 10 90s horror movies fuck and it was another tough one very tough very i tough. feel like the 2000s was harder for me but it was still like it was still really hard yeah i thought this was harder for me did you yeah so let's uh let's hear those honorable mentions all right so we decided to do six honorable mentions each yeah <laughs> <laughs> gonna put way more but yeah so Scream 2. Nice. I have Species. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Which I used to watch those movies so much. I think just because I felt like I wasn't supposed to watch them as a kid. Yeah, they're definitely <laughs> questionable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blair Witch Project. Okay. Um, we talked about the movie a lot, so I won't say too much more about it. Yeah. Uh a Nightmare on Elm Street, New Nightmare. Okay. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it's like the eighth one in the franchise, but it's just so different. And yeah. It's so 
meta. This is fucking yeah, awesome. Definitely. Um, Anaconda. Oh, damn. Okay. Which is a super fun movie. And like, you don't really think that the people who survive at the end are the ones who should survive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they do. <laughs> um, and then finally, Cube. Oh, shit. Nice. Which I haven't seen that movie in forever, but I just remember being terrified of it as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it being good. I haven't seen that one in forever either. Yeah, same. What about uh, you? What are your honorable mentions? So I have a couple the same as you. Um, The first one I have, The People Under the Stairs. Nice. Love that movie. Um, I also have New Nightmare. Sweet. It was almost in my list, and I was like, ah, shit. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to take it out, but... Um, The Craft. Nice. Uh, Bride of Chucky. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, Idle Hands. Oh, I want to put that one in there so bad. I love that movie. Me too. And uh, The Blair Witch Project as well. Okay, cool. And I had The Blair Witch Project in there. Yeah. And then I got looking at whatever movies I had left over, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to swap this one out. Because, like, yeah. well, like you said, we've talked about it. Like, it's a great movie, but at the same time, it's like, there's yeah. there's better ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. What's your number 10? So my number 10 is The Craft. Oh, cool. All right. Uh, fucking great movie. I rewatched this one not too long ago. Um, Me too, actually. Yeah. Just like a fun kind of witch movie and uh, got a lot of good actresses in it. For sure. A lot of like actors from the 90s, I find, from this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's super cheesy and like some of the like CGI is not the best looking, but still a fun movie. Yeah. I like, like how a teen, Nev- a teen horror movie. Yeah, definitely. I like how Nev Campbell and Skeet Ulrich are in this and Scream which are like a year apart. Yeah. Just uh, a lot of those old nineties actors in this movie. All right. What's your number 10? All right. This movie beat out the Blair Witch project. Okay. My number 10 is interview with the vampire. Nice. It's not like a super horror movie, but I mean, it's about vampires and shit. And like, yeah, I, I, it's been a while since I've watched it, but I used to watch this movie all the time. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was like a really cool take on the vampires. Like it almost makes them seem more human like than what they actually are. And like, yeah. they're not just going out and like killing everybody. Like most vampire movies are, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> huge actors in that one too. Oh yeah. Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, uh, very young Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I'm a big fan of this movie and like having it on my list, like it makes me want to watch it very soon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So my number nine is bride of Chucky. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to put child's play two on here, but okay. I think I just like bride of Chucky more. Like it's just so much more fun. Yeah. And like, you think that because like adding the second, doll character it's going to take away from the franchise but i felt it really didn't at all no and like some of the kills and stuff were super cool and just like the story this one was dope yeah 
Yeah, she's like just as psychotic as Chucky is. Yeah. Although like the scene where they have sex is super weird, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like Team America all over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. So that's my number nine. All right, cool. Uh my number nine is Nightbreed. Okay. I don't think I've seen this one. This one it's on I think it's on Netflix. Okay. I know it's on one of the streaming services that we both have, but this one, it's just like a super fun, like nineties movie. And it's not like super scary or anything like that, but like everybody that's in it is kind of monsters. And yeah, this guy, he, he fucking finds this cemetery and this is where like the night breed lives and they live there in secrecy. Yeah. And, uh, he like, becomes one of them but it's super i don't know it's just a really fun movie to watch and okay. i definitely recommend checking it out all right i'll definitely check that one out for sure yeah so my number eight is tremors nice <laughs> uh, i used to watch this movie so much as a kid yeah um it's not like it was scary it's just like a fun i don't know, kind of action movie i guess i don't know and just like the idea of it, it's like kind of like playing the old school game. Like don't trust the floor because it's lava. Oh yeah, true. But it's like <laughs> you don't touch the ground because there's fucking monsters that will eat you. <laughs> I, like um, I don't think I've seen any of the sequels to it, but uh, I, f- I feel like I have like, but like on TV, like I feel like TBS used to like play them or something like that. Yeah, definitely. And I'd like catch them here and there, but yeah, but uh, yeah, it has Kevin Bacon in it. And he was like one of the best like '90s actors, I, f- I think. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number eight. Cool. All right, my number eight is I know what you did last summer. Wow. Okay. Um, I I remember watching the second one before I watched this first one. Oh, really? I, I don't know why. It just just the way it worked out, I guess. Yeah. And like, I loved the second one, but I know that the second one now is like inferior to, to the first one. Yeah. But this is another one of those movies. Like, there's nothing to read. Oh, fuck off Siri. <laughs> what did I even say? <laughs> um, where was I? No, this is another one of those 90 nineties mov- movies that it's just like full of like a listers from the nineties. Yeah. Like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Freddie Prinze Jr. Um, there's a few others I can't remember. Oh, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. I feel like her I and know. Freddie Prince were in like four movies together. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it probably could be higher on my list, but there's there's a lot of fucking great movies that came out in that decade, so that's it's higher up for me. Yeah, there was. Good pick. I think I watched Scary Movie before I watched that. Oh, really? I think, maybe. <laughs> nice. All right, so my number seven is The Sixth Sense. Cool. Um, I haven't watched this movie in a very long time, but it's just one of those legendary movies that yeah. you just can't forget. The twist in it is one of the biggest twists in any movie ever. Mm, agreed. And I remember watching this as, as at my friend's house as a kid, and like the one scene in the school just creep me the fuck out oh yeah it's with the kids hanging from the fucking ceiling oh yeah fucking terrifying yeah for sure and, uh yeah bruce willis um 
the fuck's her name? Tony Tony Collette. And uh, Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. Yeah. I used to watch this one and his movie AI. Oh, yeah. AI was good. Yeah. I liked, uh, I was a big fan of Pay It Forward, too, that he was in. I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh, man. It's him and Kevin Spacey and uh, Helen Hunt. Oh, nice. It's a fucking great movie. Sad, though. Okay. Cool. All right. My number seven, you might hate me for this, I think, but my number seven is Candyman. Okay. I feel like I feel like this is going to be on your list, but quite a bit uh, higher, maybe. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> maybe. Okay. Um, yeah. So anyways, my number seven is Candyman. Um, it's been a really, really long time since I've watched this movie. Yeah. But I've listened to a couple of different podcasts that have done it recently. Yeah. And it's like, it's like refresh my memory on it, but like I definitely need to go back and watch it more recently. And I'm super, super fucking pumped for the remake of it. Yeah. Um, I think Jordan Peele is going to do a great job with it. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, maybe if I watch it again more recently, it might have a better spot on this list, but I doubt it because I'm looking at the rest of the movies on my list and I don't know if it'll last. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) All right. Well, my number six is Candyman. Oh, okay. I wasn't too far off then. No. Uh, like like you, I haven't watched this movie in so long, but I just remember watching this movie as a kid and there's a cover of, of it as well, like the bee on her eye. It's like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Yeah. And then just to like like the old like wives' tale, like say say someone's name in a mirror three or five times and he comes to kill you. Yeah. Like playing that as a kid, like just fucking terrifying. Well, for sure. Um, but like you, I haven't seen this in so long and I definitely need to revisit it. Yeah. And I'm also very excited for the remake, even though it's been fucking pushed back, but uh, yeah, still fuck you COVID. Yep. <laughs> That's my <laughs> number six. All right, cool. My number six is the sixth sense. Nice. Nice. We've swapped our sevens and sixes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I'll just piggyback off what you said. Like the fucking twist at the end is amazing. The, the cast is great. Uh, some of the ghosts are so fucking terrifying. Oh yeah, man. Um, I remember the one when he's, uh, when he's sitting in his tent and the little yes. girl shows up and she's like puking. I used to like have to watch that like with the blankets up over my eyes (laughs) and the kid that comes out and he's like dressed up as an Indian and he goes down the hallway and he's got a gunshot wound in the back of his head. Yeah. It's just like, Oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, I love that movie. And that's another one of those movies that you wish you could like forget about and then go back and watch it and see that twist all over again. Yeah. All right. So my number five is from dusk till dawn. Oh shit. Nice uh i've watched this movie so much like not even just as like in my younger days but even like now Mm -hmm. it's just a fun movie like fucking vampire strippers and uh (laughs) cheech marin as a fucking vampire bouncer like yeah uh, it's so much fun have you watched the show i haven't is it good okay i haven't watched it yet either okay but uh, what's his name? The fucking director that is acting in it. 
yeah. brain fart. His character is kind of like a piece of shit and it's kind of like disturbing, like how he acts in the movie, but um, I still love this movie. Like I watched it yeah. and Tom Zavini makes an appearance in it too. Yeah. So that's awesome. My number five is the it miniseries. Nice. Um, this movie up until like, actually I think whenever the remakes came out, really. Yeah. I was fucking terrified of clowns. Yeah. And it all stemmed back to watching this movie when I was way too young to watch this movie. Yeah. And it's, it, it was one of those ones that I knew I shouldn't be watching it. Yeah. And I, I watched it anyways, like without my mom knowing. And it, yeah, it fucking scared me for a while. Yeah. Like I used to be terrified of clowns. Yeah. And now like, I don't know if I've just grown out of it or if I've just moved on to bigger and better fears. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, this one always stuck with me like throughout, even like throughout my teenage and adult years. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm not a fan of this one that much. Okay. All right. Fair enough. The last half of the movie, I just find so boring. Yeah. Like when they're adults. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like fucking like three hours long. And I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just don't like the, uh, like I might may have liked it if it was like in the, t- like I've watched it in like two different times. Yeah. But like watching it in like one go is like, ugh kind of yeah, drags on in the second half that's understandable but to each their own all right so my number four is the crow oh damn <laughs> all right uh i think i first watched this movie like maybe like eight or nine years ago maybe okay and i fucking loved it like mm. um just it's so dark yeah and uh brandon lee in it is fucking amazing and then like the backstory from it as well is just so like it just makes you love this movie yeah and uh yeah it's it's a good one yeah it is great fuck i can't believe i shit (laughs) (laughs) i remember like i used to go to my friend's house and we were young we were like maybe fuck eight, eight yeah. or nine. And he had two older siblings and they had, one of them had this movie Yeah, and we watched it one night and it was, we both loved it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah shit. Kick myself in the ass now. Oh, that's all good. Oh, well. All right. So uh, number four. My number four is child's play Two. Oh, the dice. Wow. That's <laughs> a lot higher up in your list than I thought. This is my favorite child's play movie in the nice. whole franchise. Yeah. I I can't count on two hands and two feet how many times I've watched this fucking movie. Yeah. Um it it's has the one some with of the, the factory, right? At the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That whole sequence, like it's so ingrained in my mind. I love the ending of this movie. Yeah. And I like some of the kills are so cool in it too. Yeah. Yeah, like whenever he, a good one. he kills the foster mom with like the sewing kit and shit. It's like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah, this one is definitely my favorite in the franchise. Nice. Nice. I like it. All right. So my number three is the silence of the lambs. All right. Uh, yeah. This movie is just fucking amazing. Like 
not even like as a horror movie, just like as a movie. And je- like, I feel like these top three movies are all just legendary movies and themselves, not just ho- in the horror world. Yeah. Um, like Buffalo Bill, like Anthony Hopkins, all of them are just fucking terrifying. Yeah. And like every single person knows Buffalo Bill from this and like the movie quote from it and stuff like that. And like, you can yeah. quote this movie so much. And uh, it's like one of the only um, horror movies to like pretty much sweep at the Oscars. Yeah. Which is fucking legendary. And like, this is my number three too. So oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> one scene that when I watched this as a kid that, my mom wouldn't let me watch and kind of scared the fuck out of me was the pig scene. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking so disturbing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's my number three. And, uh, you know, I go into yours. Yeah. So like I said, that's mine's the exact same. Um, there's not much that you said that I wouldn't say either. Like it's, it's just one of those iconic fucking movies and, I feel like it's one of those ones that like everybody has to love it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's an opinion, but there's not much to not like about it. Agreed. So my number two is Jurassic park. Okay. You're going that route. All right. Yeah. Is is that okay? Is that okay? I'll take it, man. I'll take it. All right. Uh, I think this is a horror movie. If people disagree, then let us know on Instagram or Twitter, even though I'm not on Twitter that much. <laughs> but, uh, this is just fucking iconic movie as well. Yeah. Like not in just the horror world, even though a lot of people don't think it's a horror movie, but it is scary though. Like, especially watching it as a kid. It is like, like the fucking kitchen scene. Yeah. Man. When they're I in there it. with the floss of raptors. Yeah. Like even watching T-Rex. That, yeah, even watching that now, you get intense and chilly feelings because the fucking Velociraptor is like on top of the metal counter is like clicking that noise and it's like yeah. fuck man. A little tick tick tick. Um and like I think if this I think this movie originally had like a rated R rating or 18. Yeah. I think they changed it to PG thirteen or something. Yeah. Um I think could have been uh fucking great even though it is a great movie but just they could have done so much more with it yeah definitely yeah even i think the second one i used to watch so much as a kid as well yeah um just a super fun movie as well and uh i remember the one scene from the second one whenever they're like in the waterfall running from the the t-rex and they're all hiding in a cave and then this guy gets like a snake on his shoulder Oh, yeah. And he, like freaks out, then runs out, and you see the blood coming from down like down the waterfall. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Good. Um, yeah, I could talk about this movie all day. So, <laughs> what's your number two? I'm just gonna stick with Jurassic Park for a minute. Like, I can't like it comes up on like my shit all the time, and I'm just like, oh, why can't my kid be old enough to watch this movie yet? Yeah, because like he loves dinosaurs. Yeah, but like this is just like too much for him but like i can't wait until the day i can show him this movie oh yeah 100 percent. because i remember when i first watched it and how like how much i loved it and i just like i i want to see that look on his face whenever, whenever yeah he's old enough 
Yeah. But I mean, he's not even four yet, so I probably have a few years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait a few years. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, my number two is Misery. Nice. Um, this is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Uh, I think Kathy Bates does an unbelievable job. She is so fucking creepy and just like nuts. Yeah. And I love it. Um, Uh, can I tell you something? Oh, dude, I've never never seen seen misery. (laughs) Oh oh my God. (laughs) Oh, I was wondering why it wasn't on your list. <laughs> I was like, I know what his number one's going to be. Like, why the fuck is Misery not on his list? <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, I'm putting it on this stack of movies for you then because you're going to watch it. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Also, I've read uh, the second season of uh, Stephen King show, whatever it's called. Castle Rock. Yeah, Castle Rock. Apparently, Lizzie Kaplan plays like the same character that Kathy Bates does. Oh, really? And does an amazing job in it. Huh. Is that second season out now? Yeah, it is. I'm pretty sure it's done. Oh, but, shit. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess Lizzie Kaplan plays like the same character as uh, Kathy Bates in it, and she does an wow. amazing job. I like Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, me too. But uh, yeah, sorry to cut you off of that news, but. Oh, no, man. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, yeah. Um, okay, so I won't talk about it too much then because I want you to watch it and enjoy yeah. it. So I think this right, came cool. out like 1990. Yeah, I mean, it's like right at the right at the edge. At the start. Yeah. All right. Well, I won't pull the same prank I did uh, <laughs> two weeks ago or last week. Yeah. I think we both know what our number one is. Yeah, yours is going to be mine, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so Scream... <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Just, oh man. I don't even know what to say about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> this this is probably the movie that got me into horror. Yeah. Like really into horror. Yeah, um, I can understand that. It's just like the, the movie poster like has Drew Barrymore, you know, this up and coming star. And then the first 10 minutes she gets killed. Yeah. And it's just like a kind of like whodunit thing. And then like, there's so many references to other horror movies. Yeah. And like at the end, if like Jamie Kennedy's character, like watching Halloween and stuff. Yeah. And just like the performance in it are amazing. Like Matthew Lillard is just fucking amazing in this movie. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, there's nothing bad that I can say about this movie. And like when you were saying with Jamie Kennedy, because I just rewatched the first three not too long ago after It's a Horror Podcast did theirs. Yeah. Like did their episode on it. Yeah. I haven't watched the fourth one. Like I've watched it, but I didn't watch it yet, like within this time frame. But um, yeah. when I was watching the first one, this one, when Jamie Kennedy's watching Halloween and he's by himself at the party at this point. Yeah. And he's yelling at Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. on the screen. Yeah. And he's like, behind you, Jamie, look behind you, Jamie. And then as he's saying that Ghostface is behind him. And I was like, holy fuck. Like I'd never clued into that before. That's genius. Like, like how fucking meta this movie is and how smart it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like that they played, like they played that into it. Yeah. 
like, like he's uh, yelling at- yeah like last week it talked about how saw was one of those movies this movie is like one or two tiers above that one yeah like just setting the tone for it revitalized horror movies oh 100% like if this movie wasn't never made we would be missing out on so many horror movies i agree definitely yeah this this took like the slasher genre to a whole other level yeah it did well that was fucking tough (laughs) (laughs) it was it wasn't tough getting the movies that i wanted it was just tough like ranking them yeah yeah like i probably have 20 movies listed above my list i didn't mention (laughs) (laughs) so we only have two uh of our like legitimate episodes left for this month yeah so that means we have to uh get cracking on our uh on our face-offs yes we do so next week it's my pick and we're taking it we're taking it way back oh shit yeah not well not way back but we're taking it pretty far back and we're gonna watch one of my favorite horror movies of all time okay the texas chainsaw massacre nice nice I just rewatched this one like four or five months ago. Oh, so, did you? Yeah. Oh, well. No, I'm excited to talk about this one because, um, yeah, there's like one character in it. I don't spoil, but yeah. Yeah. This is going to be like one of our like more iconic movies. Like it, we haven't really done an iconic movie yet. No, we haven't. Not at all. So that, that like I'm really excited to do this one because it's one of the godfathers of horror. Yeah, I'm excited too. I'm glad you picked it. Okay, so that's the end of the episode. Um, you guys can find us on Instagram at a podcast on Elm Street. Uh, if you click the link in our bio on there, you'll see our Patreon. You'll see everywhere that you can um, listen to us. You'll see our merch. Uh, we're trying to post on there more then uh like we're slacking for a little bit but i think we're we're getting back into it yeah um and yeah just fuck shoot us a message we're pretty chatty guys we'll talk to anybody yeah let's Um, reach out we're canadian so we're polite as fuck (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but yeah i mean we love talking to the people so if if there's any questions or comments or feedback or anything like that just shoot us a message and and we'll get back to you as soon as we can we're also on slasher um with the same title podcast on elm street obviously um brooke you kind of handle our twitter a little bit but a little bit not that much but not that much we we are on twitter if you uh you want to tweet at us all right i think that's it that's it for this week all right take care guys see ya